star Charlotte Flair, also known as the Queen, and uh, listen to Wrestling POV podcast and always do it with Flair. Hi all and welcome back. Today we have a luxurious spotlight with Dusty Rhodes, a spacious name that's stable, and an antique comment from the legendary Undertaker on today's men. All this and more with our host Antonio Diaz, Ricardo Serrano III, Elio Canella Esquire, and Miguel Cole. It's a new episode of the Wrestling POV Podcast Champagne wishes and caviar dreams. 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 for the Royal Rumble, huh? Yes, royally. And, and I'm glad that we have uh, the, the very talented Robin Leach doing something like that. <laughs> <laughs> oh, is, that, is this where we're at now? I think so. I mean, you know, that's good. <laughs> it's all right. Yeah. I, I wonder who we're going to have next week. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my word! I can't. I, I mean, I'm not. I'm happy about the World Rumble, but then I'm not happy. Yeah, yeah, I feel you. You know, I feel you. Same thing with you guys. Yeah. So are yeah, they still doing that uh, with uh, no fans or? Yeah, no, they they're not doing fans. They decided last minute not to put fans in there. How are you going to do World Rumble without fans? Yeah, yeah. I don't know, man. And, and then it's just like. We all know they're going to add the countdown, the fans counting down. That's yeah. going to be added in. Yeah, of you know? But I'm not even upset about that. I'm more like just on the fence about who's going to win. Like, it does, like, there's no names. Like, normally you're like, yo, anybody well, can win. This year, it just seems like, well, is yeah. it going to be Daniel Bryan, Shinsuke Nakamura? Exactly. Yeah. 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 Um, Would you read the Adam Pierce's tweet? No. No. He, he said, he said, um, well, for the Royal Rumble, those who have declared for the Royal Rumble, it's fine. The rest that didn't have to earn their spot. How, okay, when? When are they going to do that? <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I mean, next week? I mean, it's the go-home show. <laughs> no, no, he tweeted this like, uh, like I believe a week ago or something. Oh, oh, okay. Yeah. yeah. Uh, suck it out, Who cares? Who cares? I mean, I really don't understand this thing with Adam Pierce. Like, people really are just like, he's an NWA. Shut up. Yeah. Shut yeah. Come on. I, I didn't bump. even know that, to be I, honest. I, I did you know. So, I mean, are we all hating Adam Pierce now? Is that what it is? I mean, especially after he, he hit Tom. He hit Tom, yeah. yeah. Well, it's just like it. what Chris, uh, what's his name, when he did to you. And uh, Yeah. Do we all got oh, yeah. to hate him too? Yes, of course. Okay, Chris right. Michaels. So we hate Adam Pierce and we hate uh, Chris. Sure. Unless he wants to come on the show, then. Well, if he wants him. to come on the show, then we'll forgive him. And yeah, uh, you know, Tom might not like that, but uh... <laughs> <laughs> or TJ. Sorry. <laughs> All right. You know, let's get on with the show. Uh, spotlight, Rick. Yes. Why did you pick Mr. Dusty Rhodes? 
I mean, after last week where we were just I was at least was trashing the Dusty Rhodes classic. Yes, I just can't understand why they would make a tournament for him. And I just said, yo, let's see. What yeah. are some fun memories of Dusty Rhodes? What do people think of him? Because honestly, I'm from the, the generation where it's America <laughs> Dream. Dream. He's just a common man. We, like, need, that's to where I'm Rick. we need to go on the road. <laughs> that, yes. Did you hear that tone? That, exactly. Oh. Yeah, you yeah, need to go manager. on the road and get run over by a truck. Exactly. Wow. Exactly. Okay. <laughs> um, but yeah, I think uh, that's where I'm coming from. So I don't, I don't have this whole thing where everybody else is just like Dusty Rhodes is the greatest. No, for me. He was polka dots and he was dancing around the ring. That's that's where I'm at with Dusty Rhodes. No, see, now, I don't like that's a memorable thing for Dusty, I guess. But that's that wasn't mine. You know, yeah. mine was way back in the day with NWA and the fuse that he would have. It was just awesome. I love yeah. Dusty in that. But then again, you know, um, I didn't know the wrestling business as I do now. And to come to find out that he was the booker for a lot of that stuff, it was like, am I seeing deja vu with Cody now? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So Yeah, and that's the thing. That's the thing, though. When you look at Cody, Cody, when you look at Cody and you look at Dusty, Dusty was that common man. You know, Cody, yeah. Cody is like this good-looking dude who's in shape. And, <laughs> but Dusty was a guy who was just like, can, can he really beat Ric Flair? Like, look at Ric Flair. Look at Dusty. How can this mm-hmm. oversized guy actually win this match? So it's just like, and, and Dusty brought out the fun, like for my generation of people, he, he brought out the fun in wrestling. He was dancing around, doing a lot of cool things. Yeah. But when you compare him to what Cody is doing, Cody's booking is just unbelievable. Yeah. I was supposed to believe in Cody, but yeah. Dusty was the hard worker, you know. D- Dusty true. was that common man. Yeah, you know he was us. He was yeah. the fans, you know. Yeah, Cody yeah. is a suit. It's this is just makes. I agree with you, um, but like I said, for Dusty, for me though, it's more or less. I I like I don't like I remember more of Dusty's career before he became that common man with the polka dots, but at yeah. the same time, I did like the character too, because it did gravitate towards a lot of people. I mean, Christ, he grabbed Sapphire and, yeah. and that was true. That was real that, that he grabbed her to make her, her his valet. You know, I mean, who does that? You know what I'm yep. saying? And um, it was really cool to see that gimmick and Sapphire too added much more to that gimmick too um with her dancing and you know she just had a love for dusty Rhodes, man and and i could see dusty you know that's right baby (laughs) (laughs) um i don't know for me um i think dusty um he set the tone for a lot of people too yeah Um, there's really i can't think of any wrestler right now that um, that's almost like him. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Can- no. No. This. No. There's nobody like him. No. Elio, what are your thoughts with 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 uh, Dusty Rhodes? What is like one big memory that you have of him? So like you. Um, okay. Yeah. I I only heard the name Dusty Rhodes. I saw pictures from magazines. So, but yeah. like you, I remember more of the polka dot wearing and dancing around the ring. 
But really? I do. I have seen like videos of him on on YouTube, some of his matches, and his uh, hard times promo. So yeah. some of those were really great as well. Wow. Yeah. yeah. That I'm shocked to hear that from you, Elio. Really am. Really am from the polka dot era. Huh? <laughs> well, uh, I only uh, because uh, I only ever saw pictures of him in from the magazines. The magazines, yeah. And, and, and you know, never got, I never got to see uh, like any of his matches back then. Yeah, well, it was hard to see those matches yeah. too back then. You know, I, 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 you know, even even though know. we even though we uh, got NWA for like a short while here around like '88 or something like that. Oh, really? It was it aired like Sunday afternoons at like 3 p.m. Yeah, yeah. So I'm like, why would I be inside watching wrestling when I be outside? It's beautiful <laughs> weather. <laughs> but well, you uh, tell yeah, him, Elio. Tell him, that, Elio. That's how I. Uh, that's uh, my memory is. Yeah. Uh, and uh, the whole, all the vignettes uh, with the, when he was doing the plumbing and all that, like all the <laughs> common man jobs. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I well, shit, back then, you know, uh, we had the turn dial and uh, channel three, six, <laughs> nine, and whatever. But I remember they would show, I think it was on Saturdays, I would I would be able to watch like the NWA shows and um, AWA. And but it was like the channel was so messed up, you had to constantly move the antenna around, <laughs> and it was awful. But I still was able to see it. But just like you, though, that I saw Dusty more in the magazines, and and every magazine it was like Dusty was bleeding, or yeah, or, or he'd be like, wearing some sort of or band-aid he, or yeah, exactly, yeah. yeah, he would wear like a band aid because he got <laughs> yeah. bleeding. So you got <clears throat> Dusty one or the other. <laughs> so but watch and then finally to get to see him with magnum ta and and baby doll and and that was man i loved wrestling back then and i, I still do obviously but i tell you just watching that it, they made their see and that's the difference between the storylines nowadays compared to the storylines back then back then it was just so believable but then again we didn't have the internet <laughs> just imagine everything is ruined now yeah but just internet. imagine if we if there was the internet back then would a lot of those storylines be spoiled would wrestling yeah still be of course wrestling today as it is today you, you know it's like i kind of like it and i love the suspense i love the, the 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 surprises you know like with the royal rumble you know speaking of and and for me that was I, that, that was my love for wrestling it's just a, oh my god you know but uh don't have that anymore. The internet's yeah. kind of spoils a lot of shit. And and podcasts too, like this show, always spoiling shit. Uh Josh <laughs> Sanders, he said, not his most famous or more popular choice, I bet, but my favorite is the feud with AJ Styles. Wait, what? Yeah. You had a feud with AJ Styles? Yeah, back in TNA. Really? Oh, well, yep. I kept I reading it. I would have known that. What was that around when? No, really? That was early days. That was the earlier days. Oh, okay. TNA. So we weren't getting yeah. t- we weren't getting TNA here yeah. at that time. We got it like around 2004, 2005. Yeah. I did not know that. Look at that. Yeah, like I said, if I kept reading it, I would have uh, read that part. <laughs> he said <laughs> AJ Styles and Impact and their championship match for the NWA title. Yep. Wow. I did not know that at all. Clay Cummings, you said my favorite moment is his hard times promo against Ric Flair. One of my favorite promos of all time. Dusty was an amazing wrestler and one of the best at promos. I got to agree with that. 
Yeah. He was so good at promo. But the thing of it is, is that I think what sets him apart is the way he he would talk. Yeah. <laughs> that little bit of list. And sucker and succotash. Yeah. <laughs> but but he always added added that little ghetto into it too, you know, like yeah. swag. You know, he was like, yeah. you know, baby. <laughs> And and the thing of it is, anybody, well, not anybody, because I suck at it. Like, you could, if, if you have. Every the, wrestler knows how. Every wrestler yeah. that's worked with him knows how to do his voice. Yeah, yeah. But I, I heard a lot that was pretty terrible. But, you know, but anyone, like, if you say, all right, imitate uh, Dusty, do a Dusty voice, you know, and, and their first word is always, all right, baby. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's kind of like Hogan's brother, but. Uh, <laughs> That's a different story. Uh, TJ for Wrestling POV Global said, Dusty fighting the horseman was the coolest shit when I was a teen. The man was truly a legend. Uh, yeah, I remember that too. That was pretty neat. I love that. Uh, I tell you, like I said, for me, storylines back then, it was just so awesome. I, I just loved it. It was kept you on your toes. It was, yeah. um, it, it you was, know, it was it, different. It's funny that you mentioned about his booking that obviously he was the booker for a lot of his own stuff. Yeah. Um, I was talking to Ted DiBiase. Yes. Our good friend, Ted DiBiase. Um, <laughs> I was talking with him about why Cody was getting pushed and not Ted jr. Um, why who was getting pushed? I didn't hear you. Why, why Cody was getting pushed over oh, okay. Ted DiBiase jr. Mm-hmm. And he's like, are you serious? It's Dusty. <laughs> Dusty. Oh, and he did the perfect Dusty impression. I'm not going to try because I can't do it. But uh, well, you got to try because per- I did. Oh, yeah, baby. You know what I'm talking about. <laughs> okay, yeah, you suck. It's terrible. It's terrible. <laughs> um, but uh, yeah, he did this perfect impression and he was just like, of course, his son's going to go over my son. And I was like, yeah, but your son was better. <laughs> and he's like, I know that. Oh shit! He's like, <laughs> but uh, yeah, so it was a big thing with Legacy and, and, and Teddy Biasi and Dusty because it was just like, why is Cody going over? I always thought Teddy Biasi Jr. was the better wrestler, in my opinion. Um, over Dusty? Uh, over Cody? Over oh. Cody? Yeah. But uh, when it comes to Dusty, man, like you said, that that he he's synonymous with Ric Flair. Like, you can't talk about Ric Flair without talking about Dusty Rhodes. Like, that was his, yeah. you know, Ric Flair was the Joker to Dusty Rhodes' Batman. Like, yeah. those two are together. So, it's kind of shameful that we don't talk about Dusty as much as we should. Like, yeah. we're always talking about Ric Flair being the 16-time champ. Well, Dusty yeah. was there for a lot of those championships and a lot of those big matches that he had with him. Yeah, um, yeah so I, I it's one of those things where... You talk about Dusty Rhodes and and people just forget a lot of what he's done for the business. Yeah. But the good thing about it is we have a tournament <laughs> that I can't stand <laughs> to keep his name going on. Because yeah. I watched Bailey with Stone Cold and, and Bailey talks about Dusty. Everybody talk, everybody from NXT talks about Dusty Rhodes yeah. and what he did for their careers. Yeah. So the guy was a genuine he was he had a heart of gold. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, doing this deep dive on Spotlight for me was just a really cool thing where where I got to see more of Dusty Rhodes and yeah. I have a better appreciation for him. 
Yeah, yeah. I mean, if you have time, uh, just look at a lot of his old school matches with in, in the NWA. With like I said, with the feuds, especially with Baby Doll and Magnum TA, Chief Wahoo McDaniel, uh, the, those were like Arn Anderson too, and Tully Blanchard at that time before they even became the Horsemen. You know, yeah. it was it was something else, and it was just oh man. I, I don't know how to even describe it. Just watch it, and you'll 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 have that feeling. It's like, ooh, this is exciting. Ooh, this yeah. is great. You know, because you know back then, and this is gonna lead to a little bit of what happened with the Undertaker and our hot tag news. But Oof. you know, even back then, it's like you can see the passion. You can see that they played out to these storylines. You know, it was it was it made it. You felt it. You, you did. You felt every match that was during those times in the NWA. And uh, I just loved it. And Dusty was a big part of that. And just the matches they had, um, some didn't make sense, but a lot of them, it was like, for me, just the story in itself in the wrestling. I was As, as I started to understand wrestling more and more as I got older, I was like, damn. I knew they were getting that. And I get it now. So, yeah. Dusty, he, he's, I tell you, I wish uh, Cody wasn't uh, so pushing himself over, I guess. I mean, yeah, yeah. I mean, it, it sounds hypocritical that we're saying that. And Dusty is because Dusty that, did it because Dusty <laughs> did it. Yeah. But I mean, so but what's the difference? You, you, you see what I'm saying? What's the difference? I mean, the, the difference is Cody is in shape. And oh, Jesus Christ! Was the average man? <laughs> the average man in America no, is not in shape. I tell you Come this: on. you know, you know what the difference is? Is that at least with Dusty, um, I guess I want to say, yeah, he was involved in a, a hot storyline at the time and putting himself over. Not all the time, but at the same time, um, like for instance, with Cody. Okay, we've been complaining a lot about Cody, which is sad because we even had him on the show. But like Cody's in so many, how many storylines is Cody in right now? Yeah, we we can't even count. He he was on now, and and I tell you, the Britt Baker promo. What was it called? The waiting room. Yeah, like I dig it with Britt Baker because she has a a personality that's 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 growing on me. But her first guess was. Cody, the the, the sting uh, thing, Cody. Cody. Uh, what was the other one? the the tournament? Oh, not the tournament. The um, uh, open challenge, Cody. And uh, who was the other one that Cody had to be involved? Oh, Snoop Dogg, Cody. So it's like he's in. The, it's it's starting to be confusing because now they're bringing the story back with Shaq. Yeah, <laughs> it's like. Oh, oh, oh my God! It's ridiculous. But at the same time, like I said, they did the who was it? I think it was Cody. Was was it Adam Page? I don't, I don't. They did the the press conference. Remember who's yeah, who's yeah, yeah. With? I think who, it was Adam Page. Yeah, was it Adam Page? He made it elaborate. That for me, that's the difference between Cody and and, and Dusty. Dusty was just like, I'm going to put myself in this feud, and that's it. You only saw him once. Yeah, granted, when, but when we see Cody, even once, it's it's got to be elaborate. It's got to be extreme. You know, when when he's in attack, he has to come out last. 
Yeah, and, has his... I, li- I literally uh, timed how long his entrance was. How long is it? AW. I went. I think it went over a minute. Jesus. <laughs> Jesus. With a short <laughs> ramp like that. But it's short. <laughs> yeah. Just imagine a long ramp like in the stadium or something. <laughs> Good lord. Oh my! Every step he takes, a fireworks has to go off. Oh. <laughs> na, 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 na. Uh, <laughs> slow motion. <laughs> All right. To close it out with Dusty, I think, like I said, I, of course he's a legend. Um, I'm okay with the Dusty Rose Classic. I'm just not okay on how they're doing it as a tag. Yeah. To me, that doesn't make sense. Make it for yeah. a singular person. I know what they're trying to do to get other people involved, and I get that. But for me, Dusty was never a tag person. He was a solo yeah. act. And to do so, so act, it's like the May, it's like the May Young Classic. Do a single tournament, just whatever. Yeah. And at it. the end, uh, the winner gets a trophy. Yeah. And then you know the Dusty Classic could be for people like Leon Ruff, yeah. where it's just like. A common man, a common man working his way, you know. Not he doesn't have to win it, but now we have respect for Leon Ruff, you know. It's just like yeah. those are the those are the moments where he can shine, not yeah. in the tag for an individual. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah. for me, like when they're doing this tag, it's like they're just putting people together. All right, y'all yeah. two go, and it doesn't make sense to me. No. It's it's like if you're gonna do a tag, then throw the actual tag teams in. That would yeah. make sense, like. Um, where the fuck is the that Indian uh, Indian? Yeah, uh, you know uh, Hindu the Bollywood show? boys. Who? No, 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 no. no. The ones that were the with bigger the, guy. the bigger the baseball guys. player guy. Hindu <laughs> Sheer. Oh yeah, Hindu okay. Sheer. Yeah, yeah. Like, Indusheer. where have they been? They should have been in this tournament. I get yep. it. Undisputed era. Okay, that's fine. Um, who are the other tags? The actual tags they had in there. MSK. Yeah, MSK. Grizzled uh, young veterans. Grizzled young veterans. Yeah, yeah that's fine, but. Like the past winners, that doesn't even make sense. Yeah, it doesn't. It, not even one actual tag was in it that won yeah. it. It made no sense. So um, we obviously know that uh, the chairman Vincent Kennedy McMahon and Triple H, uh, they do listen to this show. So yes. you are listening. Stop with that. Next year, <laughs> stop. Just do individual already. And, I, and the re- there's a reason why I'm saying that because of what happened on SmackDown. But anyway, let's move <laughs> on. Uh, so Spotlight, do you have anything coming up for Spotlight? Oh, uh, you know what? Uh, I will figure that out. All righty uh, then. Nothing right now. All righty then. So let's get on to... Uh, now, I wanted this post to come up because uh, I was watching Raw and then I, kept, I was looking at these guys and, and, and I heard a lot of people saying, oh... Riker and, and Elias, they look so much alike. They should just be a tag and this and that. And I'm like, well, to me, and it's the beard, I know. Uh, Braun also should be in, in that, uh, in, in, in the stable too. That would, that, but what would you name it? So <laughs> we have our, our little post that said, hey, just uh, name this stable. There was a lot of funny ones on here. Yes. A lot of inappropriate ones. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, uh, Darren Metzler, he said pointless. That's yes. what you should call him. That's a good one. Matthew Hamilton says hurt feelings. We're very sensitive. <laughs> I mean, that's that, so that doesn't even match. For me, that doesn't even <laughs> make sense. Uh, Mimi Cootie, remember her? Uh, she yeah. said the Trace Monsters. Ridiculous. TJ, <laughs> he says the League of Inappropriate Body Hair. Now, 
I mean, you need to have a talk with TJ because <laughs> that's the first thing he saw. <laughs> but then again, we talk about peepees a lot on this show. So. <laughs> <laughs> and then the fucked up thing is, y'all make me say it. <laughs> <laughs> Biggie's dick and balls and Damien Priest's freaking peepee. Whatever Needle dick. Needle dick. Uh, Dylan Williams, he said, big bushy beard guys. <laughs> That's a good one. Universal Truth. That was stupid. Oh, come on, Eric. He says Sam Crow. You you guys know what Sam Crow is? No. Sons of Anarchy. That's right. Sons of Anarchy. You know what Sam Crow actually means? No. What mean, Elio? Come on now. What's Sam Crow mean? (sighs) Don't look it up either, you cheater. No, I'm not looking it up. (laughs) Oh, I can't think of that. Uh, something uh, Sons of Anarchy Motorcycle Club original Red Redwood Originals. Original. Yep, that's what it means. So if you're a Sons of Anarchy fan, that's what it means. In case y'all never remembered, uh, seen every season. Yeah, yeah, yep. Uh, they're gonna do a spinoff too on the on the kids. So I like wow. the Mayans one, but uh, all right. Uh, Simon Pitchett, he said, "Remembered Sons." No, uh, no. Oh, <laughs> get uh, it for guys, right. Sons. <laughs> uh, the. Uh, Universal Beard, stupid rampage. <laughs> this one here, I think, wins the internet. Uh, I was glad I came up on this. He said, um, uh, it's by Marcus Davis. He put virus, and this is what virus means. Vince intentionally ruined us. <laughs> <laughs> That's a I had to comment on him, and I said, you won this one. And then he just responds <laughs> with, thank you. Uh, or thumbs up. Uh, Nate Walls, he says, nope. <laughs> Another one, at new ZZ Top. Yeah. Um, okay. <laughs> like I said, there was a lot of good responses to this one. I, I just cracked up laughing. Uh, short-lived is another one. Uh, <laughs> the Wrecking Crew. And then they can put the Hurt Business out of business. That would Ooh. be cool to see this feud against them. Yeah, that would be pretty neat. Uh, lean, mean wrecking machines. Braun can be the mean part. No, nothing. Uh, oh. Since he chucks his opponent around, bean bags. <laughs> no. Oh my <laughs> lord! What is wrong with people nowadays? They can't just. We just asked for a name. That's it. I'm. I, no, I'm already upset at that. See, dark comment. Oh really? Why? <laughs> because they took mine. No. <laughs> When I when I saw this picture, I'm like, I like this. Who's the guys anywhere? That's ZZ Top. I have every one of their albums. <laughs> oh my lord! This one is funny. It's by Joshua Phillips. He goes, call them America. Fuck yeah! <laughs> 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 like, bro, you can't. Uh, the trumpets. The fuck? That makes no sense. No, well, because uh, this guy, Forgotten Sons dude, Riker, was a Trump supporter. Oh, okay. Uh, I thought they meant like the actual Trump <laughs> the, the trombone or whatever the fuck that's called. Uh, another one was a trumpet? Be- <laughs> yeah, a trumpet. Yeah, that's what it's called. Uh, another one was the Beardos. That makes <laughs> it's It's funny, but not as a tag like that. Uh, Elias and the Roadies, the Beard Gang, the Nobodies, Monsters of Rock, the Beard Pirates. You can know what of mine. Oh, Monsters see. of Rock is a good one. Monsters of Rock, I do like that one. That one is pretty badass. Uh, the Sexy Bears. 
No. I think what? I think I read where she said she has like one more run in her. Oh really? Oh. Yeah. Okay. She feels like she has one more run in red somewhere. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Um, and our good friend Ted DiBiase turned sixty-seven years old. No kidding. Yeah. <laughs> right. <laughs> Happy birthday, Ted, my good friend. Yeah. All right. It is now time for the wrestling news from around the world. Right. This is probably the biggest news out there right now. Tama Tonga yes. wants to do business with the WWE. Mm-hmm. He is saying he has no problems with WWE. Hunter, Vince, we're open for business. And he's talking about the Bullet Club and New Japan Pro Wrestling. I have no beef with y'all like these other cats building a company to rival y'all. Yeah. So, for those of you that don't know, Tama Tonga is from the Bullet Club in New Japan Pro Wrestling. And who's and his he, dad? Haku. Haku. Haku or Maine. Yeah. You know? I, I tell you, Tama Tonga has the same attitude as Haku. Yeah. <laughs> but and, I, honestly, though, I think he's a little bit crazier than Haku. Oh, yeah. that's tough. Well, Haku was just like a guy you just didn't fuck with. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Tamatanga though, this dude is like somebody you just don't fuck with, but at the same time, I think he's he's more outspoken than yeah. Haku than his dad. Yeah, I would say for sure. Well, obviously, I mean, I don't think Haku would ever do something like this. And now Tamatanga is from the Bullet Club. Mm-hmm. He's pissed off at what what AEW is doing with the whole Bullet Club and Impact. Yeah. He even took a shot at Impact and was yes, just like, did. who gives a fuck about Impact? <laughs> like, I, I want to work with WWE. Yeah. Like, yep. So what are you guys' thoughts on this? Is this something that the future holds? New Japan and, and WWE working together? Well, they have been trying to work out some kind of deal um, because of the simple fact that uh, WWE wants to do an NXT Japan. Yeah. Uh, so, I mean, I don't know. I mean, if I think it would be a great idea, I think yeah. it really would because the the um, the reputation that uh, Japan and, and WWE has, it's, it's good. It's nothing like they don't have like any kind of animosity towards each other. So, I mean, that would be a good fit for sure. Tom, um, I don't know. Uh, he's right what he said, though. Yeah, yeah absolutely right what he said to, for me like i think it would be better and it's nothing against well yeah it's a lot against impact but i think i would have been more invested if it was with like new uh, not new japan uh with uh if aew teamed up with uh ring of honor than yeah. impact i know why they did it with impact honestly i think it's because of carl anderson and luke gallows because yeah. of the whole bullet club thing i don't know i dig it but that's i don't yeah. know i i, I agree well, with it. well elio as our new japan pro wrestling guy what are your thoughts on this i think uh i think the cool to see new japan wbe i think the just it would just uh work better than uh with the ew impact i mean uh, i get the whole impact uh connection with uh, the good brothers but wbe um years ago like in the 90s they even had like a partnership with new japan mm-hmm. wow. with, with the with the 
SWS Championship, I believe it was. I can't remember what the, that stands for, but they, yeah, they also had like a WWF version of uh, their Japan Championships. Yeah. Like gotcha. I believe in the in the late seventies, uh, one of them was uh, cha- was the champion. Mm-hmm. Well, so well, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I think it would uh, I think it would be uh, interesting. It would make for some fresh new storylines. Oh yeah, for sure. Are you kidding me? And, and the thing is, Finn Balor would be all over this too, oh, and yeah. AJ Styles. Yep. They would be all over this. But my now my worry. Adam Page, oh no, not Adam Page, what am I saying? No, yeah, well, Adam Cole? Adam Cole would be there, yeah, because he was in Bullet Club. Yeah, yeah. But my my thing is, though I love the idea of WWE and New Japan teaming up, I tell you this, if they do it right, they can take literally, I I think WWE is obviously like the pinnacle in in wrestling. but I think they would just be over the top with New Japan. I really do. But my worry is Vince. My worry is Vince. Because if they get into a meeting, and let's just say, um, I, I don't know, who's who's the guy that's in charge of New Japan, Elio? Uh, do you know? I can't think of the name right now. Whoever. Yeah. Who? No, I can't think of the oh. name. Um, I, th- I just think that would clash. I don't think Vince would be able to work well with another promotion that whoever owns it, you, you know what I'm saying? As for me, I just Vince will say, "Well, I, I don't think that's a good idea." There would be there would be something wrong uh, if Vince stays out of it. I think it could work, but Vince needs to stay out of it yeah. and, or do it when Vince is retired and long gone from wrestling. I think it would work. It definitely would work. It, it'll set a whole different. T- I mean, the only thing I'm afraid of is New Japan. Uh, obviously, the hours in New Japan is different. So when they show their shows, it's like what, like three o'clock in the morning here, right? Something yeah, like that? yeah, yeah. It's Thirteen hours ahead. Because uh, take the G One, for example, or the Wrestle Kingdom. Yeah. When they have their G uh, One climax preview, here it's like five a five a.m. Damn. Yeah. Yeah. So I mean. That's the only snag, I guess. I would, I would see is that. Um, but at the same time, I think they could still make it work. The only thing that's that's gonna, like I said, the time difference, so people would spoil it. And like, let's just say if they did do a deal, and uh, we would see New Japan guys in WWE programming, or even New, the New Japan itself on WWE programming. If they doing stuff in New Japan and in Japan, is it, I think I don't know. There's there's a lot of variables to this, and I love the idea, but there's just too many things that I can see go wrong. That's just my only issue with this. Yeah, I would love to see uh, it. Yeah, uh, maybe just start with a NXT Japan and just start off with that, and I think they can do their own to thing. To be with New Japan. Yeah. And have New Japan become NXT uh, Japan. I think right. that would be a, a good fit for them. Kota Ibushi would rule that. Gen- Yo, come on, man! Like the guys they have right. over there would be killer, man. Yeah. And and then you can have a whole NXT War Games with NXT Japan, NXT UK, NXT. Like, come on! Like this is something that can definitely work. Oh, yeah. Um, moving on, Renee Young is back yeah. with WWE. Not really. She's back with Fox. Oh, okay. WWE backstage 
Uh, so she'll be working with Fox, and they'll be bringing back WWE backstage after the Royal Rumble, I believe. So uh, I thought it was before. I thought they were doing something before the Royal Rumble. Oh, it might be right before. I, I'm not, not, it was, not yeah. too sure. I'm only <laughs> reporting the news, man. I don't, I don't know. You know what I'm saying? Get it together, Rick. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, yeah, I mean, that's okay. That's all right. interesting. But, uh, yeah. 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 On to the rumors. All right. Uh, Ricochet, he signed a deal till 2024. Oh, um, well, who said that last week? The, the amount is unknown. I said it last week. Uh, <laughs> Ty, Ty Valkyrie is officially done with Impact Wrestling, and there uh, appears to be interest from both WWE and AEW. Uh, I know we say this a lot. I'm going to go first with this, though. I think if she has a... A chance to shine is going to be in WWE. I'm sorry, the the women in uh, the women's division in AEW is just horrendous. It's terrible. It's obnoxious. It's ridiculous. Uh, Elio, where where do you think she should land? She should land in WWE. Yeah, yeah, they already have John Morrison. Yeah, her husband. Oh. Yeah, <laughs> Rick. Yeah, WWE with her husband. Come on. Okay, I, I'm just asking, brother. This is what I we, mean, maybe Royal Rumble. Maybe Royal Rumble. That would be pretty cool. Yeah, but also, 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 yeah, she shouldn't. If she should go anywhere, it would be WWE because, like you said, AEW's the women's division is terrible. It is. Yeah. I don't think there's no saving. I mean, what the, what does AEW need to do to save that women's division? Stop putting. I, I know what it is. It's Kenny Omega. He for some reason he's the one that's behind the women's division. And now they're having a tournament. And now they have having fun. Yeah. Oh. Wow. That that's. I mean, if there's any saving this division, it's this tournament. But it could also be the demise of this tournament uh, of this women's division. Yes. So yes. Th- this is a huge gamble they're taking. Yes, I agree. I agree. Uh, WWE is planning for both nights of WrestleMania 37 to run approximately three hours, and to be finished by 10 p.m. Eastern. Wow. Yeah. Oh. So how do you guys feel about the two-night WrestleMania? I hate it. I hate it. Yeah. Yeah, I don't, I don't like two-nights. It's, it's like, okay. It's, <laughs> it's like, uh, you have the first night. Yeah. It's fine. Yeah. And then, like, the second night. Well, wait, I just saw WrestleMania, so we're doing it again. Now I have to watch it again. Yeah. Like, no, I, 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 I like just one night beginning to end. That's it. Yeah. No, I totally agree with you. But at least the thing with the two night is that uh, it, it's two different outcomes I guess is what I'm trying to say no yeah no there it's true yeah we have just two different matches two different match cards but it's still you just like a second like the main night? event the main event would it was be. it was like it was like having that it was like Wrestle Kingdom they had two nights like, yeah and yeah. like the first night it could be like good and then the second night would be would be not as good so yeah it's like if you combine if you just have one night you can pick the good and the bad yeah throughout the whole show but yeah. if you have two nights well i like night one better than night two yeah 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 so i apparently though uh for wrestlemania they're gonna allow up to twenty-five thousand fans wow yeah wow because that's what the NFL is doing right now with the playoffs. I don't know if you guys noticed, but there's been crowds there, and the yep. most that they had was twenty five thousand. And uh, I guess that's what they plan on doing for both nights. So, but they didn't say exactly like as far as ticket pricing goes and this and that. They didn't really 
comment on that. Interesting. Uh, Chad Gable, uh, he said that Jason Jordan is trying to get back from his career threatening injury, and he hopes that there will be an American Alpha reunion one day. Okay. I mean, are we doing cartwheels over this or no? No. I mean, <laughs> I, I failed. I mean, good for Jason Jordan, but uh, yeah. not for us. I mean, Why? I don't want to see that. It's I'm not. Kurt I was son. never. Oh, Kurt Angle's illegitimate son. Yeah. No. <laughs> no. Terrible. <laughs> Nothing. All right. Nothing. All right. Finally, and this is going to be a good one to talk about. During the recent episode of Ryback TV, the big guy seemingly let the cat out the bag about his impending arrival in AEW. Nothing has been reported to confirm that he is on his way, but he dropped a very blatant hint, quoting, "I'm coming back, and I'm going to, uh, I'm going to the competition, and we're going to kick their asses in the ratings." Ryback makes it tell a lot of stories. <laughs> hey, hey, do not talk about Ryback. He's the best. He's the greatest. And he will no, eat you alive, Elio. He no. will eat you. All right. So, like, the recent comments. Now, the reason why I'm bringing this whole Ryback thing up is because he's been going back and forth with um, Mark, with Mark Henry. Henry. And uh, now this is what's interesting to me is that Jericho came in defense of Mark Henry and pretty yeah. much was telling Ryback, dude, just shut the fuck up. You don't know what you're talking about. And then now Ryback is saying that he's going to be in AEW. There's going to be a clash right away with uh, Jericho. Yeah. I'm sorry to say, Jericho don't give a fuck what, who you are and what you are and how big you are. He's going to confront you. I mean, he's going to Brock Lesnar because Brock of what Lester. happened with, with uh, Randy Orton. And I, I read that tweet about uh, that he's said about Mark Henry. Yeah. So, I mean, do we take this with a grain of salt? Or uh, is this going to be something that's that's? Gonna... I don't think Ryback is coming back to wrestling. I honestly just think Ryback is just trolling us. And no. he's going to go back to the competition. It's going to be something stupid that has nothing to do with wrestling, yeah. honestly. Yeah. No. Like I just said, Ryback tells a lot of stories, so I, I never really believe anything he says because he said a lot of things and none, yeah. and none of them ever happened or came true. Yeah, very true, very true. But um, I don't know, right? I mean, does all right? Put it this way: my question for you guys is: Does Ryback really have uh, a right to talk shit like that, especially about somebody like Mark Henry? I don't no. think so. Absolutely no. not. You think there's some truth to what Ryback is saying, though? I mean, there's always a little bit of truth in there. I mean, I, I, do I think he's 100% accurate? No. Do I think Mark Henry is not the best wrestler? Absolutely. I don't think Mark Henry is, like, even no. in the top 50, you know? <laughs> top 100. Like, I don't think so. You, yeah. you, you don't think of Mark Henry as the safest worker. And his matches weren't ever that great. They did come off as lazy. Right. So is there some truth to that? Yeah, possibly. Unless Mark Henry wants to come on the show, I'm going to say, yeah. <laughs> so, all right, Elliot, what are your thoughts on this? Do you think he has a right to say what he yeah, said uh, about Mark? Or is there any truth to this? There, there might be. There's some truth, too. Because, like, you know, like Rick said, Mark Henry wasn't, didn't have... Didn't have like best matches. He didn't so have he a memorable like, match, I tell you that much. 
Yeah, like no, I can't remember any uh, matches that stand out. Yeah, I mean, his so. matches with Mae Young. <laughs> oh, jeez. <laughs> Giving birth to a hand. What the fuck? That's <laughs> um, yeah. That's, that's when I'm, I was like, no, I'm out. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, to see, I don't know. I Honestly, though, I hear a lot of bad stories about Rybatic. And even CM Punk, too. If you remember yeah. the, the one podcast he did. And he said a lot of bad things about Ryback and how stupid he was and not uh, safe just not safe yeah and and somebody you know what someone did like a um uh what is it called uh like a bunch of matches that Ryback's done that was unsafe and like they put it all in one clip and I was like wow Ryback was like a little bit and know. then he responded with a video of him catching Kalisto like Kalisto botched and he yeah. caught him. Otherwise, Kalisto would have got really hurt. Yeah, no, I actually I remember that one too. But that's just yeah. one. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so yep. I don't know. I don't know. Oh my god! All right, uh, Rick, what do you got for injury? I got nothing for injury, but boy, oh boy, do we got something steaming hot in the hot tag news? Yeah, uh, the Undertaker's comments. Yeah, Ooh. the Undertaker's comment. Uh, that's okay. Actually, I'll read it, and then uh, we're going to talk on this. Um, In the era, this is the quote from The Undertaker. So, in the era of guys, too, those were men. You go into a dress room nowadays, and it's a lot different. I remember walking into my first real dressing room, and all I saw were some crusty fucking men. Half of them had guns and knives in their bags. Shit got handled back then. Now you walk in, there's guys playing video games and fucking making sure they look pretty. It's evolution, I guess. I don't know what it is, but I just like those errors, man. I like the men were I liked when men were men. Men Ugh. were men. And the women were women. Mark, you need to stop. This is why you didn't talk for 30 fucking years. Because right now, what you said was fucking stupid. I'm sorry. And I know, and I knows, I knows, that there are people out there that actually agree with this. And you know what? You have every right to agree with this. But let me tell you something, brother. (laughs) I'm not a man because I don't fucking walk around with a gun and knives. I'm not a man because I play video games. Are you fucking serious? Let me tell you something, brother. Back in the day, in the locker room, you guys were playing cards, weren't you? You guys were playing dominoes, weren't you? A lot of them. That's a form of entertainment, to my understanding. So just didn't because have video you, games back then, you didn't, you didn't have the technology that we have nowadays. No. So that that's that's a huge slap in the face to the business of today and i don't i don't think it's a huge slap i agree with what you said but again i do agree with the undertaker too when he said you know men were men back then which is true you know you handled a lot of shit in the back that never gets shown in the in the outside but then again the internet wasn't really existing. Exactly. Um, it was just uh, hearsay or whatever. That's why they do. That's why I love the dark side of the ring because the, you get a perspective of what was it was kind of like back then from different points of view from people or wrestlers that were involved. Um, I think having video games in the back 
I don't see nothing wrong with it. But I do agree with Undertaker where a lot of uh, wrestlers nowadays concentrate on looking pretty. And I do agree with that because of the simple fact that they're, a lot of wrestlers, they just worry about how they look instead of harnessing their craft in the ring. And a lot of matches suck. I'm sorry to say. We critique these matches every Monday, uh, every Wednesday, and every Friday, and, um, and on occasion pay-per-views. And were these a lot of these five-star matches? No. We've been, a lot of times, if you go back and listen, our ratings are always below average. So is there any truth to what The Undertaker's saying about that part? I mean, I do agree. Come on, man. You, you, just because if you have a gun, that doesn't make you a man. If you have a knife, that doesn't make you a man. I, I have a gun. I own a gun. I own several knives. I own several guns. I'd never thought myself like that. I just do because I like guns, number one. But number two, I mean, back then, too, motherfuckers were crazy. A lot of them yeah. were on top of that. A lot of them were on drugs. And then, then uh, then you have to think about the fans, too, back then. The fans like were like into like the villains, if they really yes. hated someone. Absolutely. Yep. Actually, I would love to hear from Andy Anderson, because he was a heel in Puerto Rico, too, wasn't he? Yeah. And... I'm sorry, Puerto Rico, they take their wrestling serious. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And and in Puerto Rico, the they have just like in New Japan, you know, the, the heels are in one locker room and the baby faces are in another locker room. Because they want to still keep that, you know kayfabe. The real yeah. The realism for those that don't know what kayfabe is. And uh, you know, so but even still, like I've heard stories about the heels in Puerto Rico. They're getting urine thrown at them rocks, batteries batteries it's like wow so i want to i want to know if that ever happened with andy anderson that would be interesting to hear because uh he was called uh what was he called in puerto rico uh lobo lobo yes i remember but uh <laughs> <laughs> but i mean even still if you remember uh, kamala he told a story how uh i think andre was fucking with him or whatever yep and he had a match where he actually had a gun on him. Because yep. Andre kept fucking with him. And he told him straight up, I'll shoot you, man. <laughs> and Andre backed off from that. Yeah, uh, and, and honestly, it, it, it just, it comes down to a generational thing. Because yeah. honestly, I think uh, this newer generation, they understand the, the it's a, it's a thing about mental health. And I feel like back in the day, it was, yo, we just answer these things with our fists. And, you know, the guy that wins comes off good, right? Like, he fucked you up. But the guy that loses, he loses his spot. He goes to the bottom of the fucking line. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, what happened to him? He's done, right? Like, th- that's how it was. And, and I never... The kangaroo court with Undertaker. Who the fuck are you? I'm sorry. You're the man in the locker room, but you're not the owner. You're not the... Who the... Like, come on. You have the longevity. And I'll tell you this. This is what um, uh, sorry, Xavier what, what, Woods... What, what, what was that? That like, kangaroo court thing? Did they show oh, that? The kangaroo court. So Undertaker was in charge of this courtroom the, well, that was happening in the back of the locker room. Basically what happened was if there was a dispute in the back... Um, about and it could be about anything. They, it wasn't yeah. really about uh, something serious. It, it would be something goofy too. Um, the Undertaker would be the judge, like he would have the final say. 
Like not the. I don't want to say it like that. He no, would, like, it was the final well, no, say. It was. It was more or less like he would have the final say if there was a harsh discrepancy between two people. Like if they didn't get along, and and Undertaker would be there to be like, listen, this is what the deal is. Not a done, and y'all got to just get along, basically. But there was other things that they would hold court for, which would be something funny, I guess. And Undertaker would act like he was the judge. Um, I think the acolytes were part of that too. Like yeah. they were like the, the uh, a jury. I don't know what the hell it was. Bailiffs and uh, shit. Yeah, yeah. But uh, it was just a, a, a thing in the back that they did. But um, but the, but to go with what you're saying, Rick, because I know you you disagree with that. But even when I was wrestling in the in back in the day, um, there was always someone in charge of the locker room. Yeah. And the reason why is because I'm sorry to say there's a lot of fucking slobs out there that yeah, doesn't, they don't pick up after themselves. Uh, yeah. You know, they're taping their wrist. They throw it on the fucking floor when the trash can is like literally a foot away from them. So yeah. you did have a guy in charge in the locker room to be like, yo, pick that up, bro. You know, clean up after yourself. Watch your mouth. You know, I'm sorry to say not everybody's a fucking decent person. Um, sure. You got to remember that there's a women's locker room, and and of course, is women are attractive, and when you know the women in wrestling, you, know, you have one person that's going to say something inappropriate. That one guy that's in charge of the locker room would handle that person. Be like, yeah, what the fuck is wrong with you? You don't say that. You don't do that. You don't. You know what I'm saying? So when the Undertaker, that was pretty much his role in WWE. Yeah, it was just to make sure things were tight and copacetic in the locker room. So yeah. I, and- but you see, Tony, that's a huge difference because, and I'm going to go reference this again with Bailey and Stone Cold. Stone Cold said, are you the leader of the locker room, Bailey, mm-hmm. since you're the one that's, like, you're the one that had the belt for the longest. And she's like, you know what? Honestly, it's all about being together. Like, yeah. she's the kind of person that wants everybody in unity. And I feel like back in the day, it was a hierarchy of who is the strong guy, who is the next guy. Like, that, that's not good for business. And this is what Xavier Woods had to say. Xavier Woods said, I wouldn't be the person that I am without the guidance and lessons of a few key people from the previous generation of wrestling. They taught me about the business to save my money and that having video games in the locker room is healthier than having. And whatever he said was redacted. And he's like, thank you guys. So let's let's fill in the blank. Then having drugs. Yeah, then having guns, then having knives, then having fucking just horrible things. Like, like, like let's just say it. We had the, the late uh, Brian Christopher. He accessed for drugs. Mm-hmm. You know, like that's just one of those things where that shouldn't be happening in the yeah. business. It, it, it messes everything up. You know, it's just we got to clean the business up. And for to say, Undertaker to say when men were men, it's just like we've. We've been doing our research, and in fact, that's just a very unhealthy way of thinking. Like, it's just not... Not not really, because, like, I get where Undertaker's coming from, too. Um, Like, what he's... A lot of times, what he's trying to say, for me, how I took this comment was that a lot of guys, wrestlers nowadays, are being catered to. You know what I'm saying? And sometimes they just don't want to do the work, but they want to look pretty. They want to look good for television. They want to look good for their character. Granted, it is part of wrestling, but that's not all about that. You know what? Again, I'll give you a prime example, and you're going to hate me for this, Rick. Eva Marie. 
She yeah. was always just wanted no, to. No, I look agree with good, you on that. But can she wrestle? No, she yeah. cannot. You cannot tell me she can wrestle. And and that's where the Undertaker's trying to get at. You know, you're concentrating more on that. Why don't you concentrate on trying to be a wrestler instead yeah. of trying to act like that? You know, it just as as it goes hand in hand. Um, do I disagree with everything that Undertaker said? Not everything. There's a couple, yeah, yeah because especially the, the whole video game thing. For me, you know, video games too with me. I, I play video games and I'm gonna be 50 next month. Um, there's nothing wrong with playing video games. It's, it's honestly, uh, JBL is the one that started this thing where he was teaching guys in the back as much as everybody hates him, but uh, he was really teaching guys in the back on how to save money. You know, don't blow your money on this, invest. Yeah, because wrestling is not, uh, guaranteed. It's, not, it, it, it's, it's never guaranteed. Um, so he it was because of JBL that would always say save your money. Back then, them motherfuckers never saved their money because they were too busy oh, yeah. partying. They were too busy with the drugs and shit like that. So that part I agree with as far as Xavier Woods go, you know, with the video game thing. I disagree with the Undertaker's comment on that. But I do yeah. agree with the Undertaker where, you know, it's I'm sorry to say, it's nowadays a lot of people get catered just because they get a broken fingernail it's like oh come on serious so yeah. that's where the undertaker is really coming from men were men back then you didn't complain about a lot yeah. of shit but then again these motherfuckers took a lot of painkillers too yeah took a lot of pain pills to deal with it so yeah. that's how they dealt with it but they were still out there you know so the comment that the Undertaker's trying to say is men were men back then that's what he's talking about because I'm sorry nowadays it's probably with wrestling too because i don't know much about uh the wrestling in, in the locker room nowadays but a lot of these actually you know what the the, the show that we had in tennessee you know this yep. one guy uh he just wanted to get his shit in and that was it it's like serious yep. dude you know you got to make this a match right it's not all just about you nobody knows who the fuck you are so make this match work for the both of us so we can make a good match um i can i can see that but I can also see guys complaining about little and stupid things because they want to get their shit in. Instead of trying to make a good match, they're just concentrating more on themselves and they're trying to make sure they get their shit in. So I agree with the understanding. Yeah. I disagree with some of it. I agree with Xavier Woods, though. You know what I'm saying? So I'm not trying to play both sides of the fence, but they both got good points is what I'm no, trying I, I, I hear you. Me, for me, though, it's I I personally don't like the comment men were men. I don't like the comments of boys were boys will be boys kind of thing. So it's just that's where I'm at with it. Um, and I, I like I said, it's a generational thing. You know, there's this, it this, is. This a huge it's a huge difference. You know, I wasn't around back then. From my experiences in life, uh, things have changed a lot. You know, especially for, as a millennial, things have definitely changed. A lot, and it's a generational thing, and uh, we're gonna have to agree to disagree on this one. Elio, what are you at with Undertaker's comments? So I agree with uh, some of the, like the video games. I don't see any problem. I don't see any problem playing. I play video games, so I don't see any problem there. Um, but yeah, the comment, men were men like you. I wasn't. Um, well, I wasn't really like watching it back then. Like even though I was following it, so I I know more about this generation right. than we're now. Yeah, I don't know. I think, like we, I said, I we, I we all can't be like William Regal. 
Manly man. <laughs> He's a man. man. <laughs> oh, man. Well, that's our hot tag news for this week. It's yeah. it got pretty hot. A little hot. Well, like I said, it's a conversation that can go both ways. And, oh, of course. And, you know, you, you get an old school person like myself. You know, I I, I try to see it on both ends. And yep. like I said, I'm not dis. I I won't disagree with um, Xavier Woods's comment because he is right. And but I also agree with some of the comments from the Undertaker too. Yeah. Like put it this way, he has a he, well, his son's really not really old. But I think his son's like in his twenties, right? Yeah. His son looks just like him, by the way. Holy yeah. shit! But let's just say, like, if his son was into video games when he was living with him, and he would tell him, "Hey, Dad, come play with me." He's like, I don't know how to play this shit. Well, of course you don't. And, and he, he he never understands. He won't understand what playing a video game is like or can do. Uh, like I tip my hat off to AJ Styles. He brings his Xbox with him everywhere he goes when yeah. he's traveling. And when he's done with the show, he goes right to the hotel room and he plays his games. And he goes on Twitch and makes money. But yep. so, you know, that's his way of staying out of trouble. Back exactly. then, it wasn't, it, it wasn't like that back then. Yeah. Um, a lot of guys that did, that was on the up and up, like I, I want to say Lance Storm was like this, was like this, was... Um, like after a show, like the guys would go to a bar, drink and do whatever. He would go to a hotel room, and because that wasn't him, you know, that wasn't his thing. He would go to a hotel room, you know, talk with his wife or whatever, while the other guys did some, you know, stuff that was probably inappropriate, and he didn't want to be a part of that. So that part, I agree with. Like I said, I agree with Xavier Woods, where he's saying at least doing this. I won't be doing something else that'll get me in trouble. So I agree with that. Yeah, like having a three-way with Paige. Oh, yeah. come right? on. Yeah. Come All on. over the internet. All right, with that being said, we're going to take a quick pause for the cause. If you have any, again, well, you know, before that, but again, if you have any suggestions for our hot tag news, drop us a line on our Facebook page. We're going to take a quick pause, and uh, when we come back, we got This Week in Wrestling. Hey, this is Chavo Guerrero Jr., Listen to the Wrestling POV Podcast. You guys truly bring the Latino heat. Viva la raza. And we are back. Ladies and gentlemen, make sure you go to ProWrestlingTees.com slash Wrestling POV and purchase a shirt today for $19.99 plus shipping and handling. Guys, great shirts for a great business, for a great cause. Help us out by keeping this alive. I mean, we have four TV shows not TV shows, podcasts, you know? We got four shows. We have Wrestling POV Podcast. We, <laughs> we want to have a TV show. and We'll definitely have a TV show Soon. if you guys start buying shirts. Uh, but we have a podcast, Wrestling POV, which you're listening to right now. We cover WWE every Saturday. We have Wrestling POV Global, which is every Friday with Elio Canella, TJ Logan, and Andy Anderson. They go over everything AEW, New Japan Pro Wrestling, Impact, and more. Don't miss out on that. We also have our show, uh, Wrestling POV Quarantine. Every Tuesday, you can find different topics, different <laughs> random, different wrestling topics are discussed. Every Tuesday, it's a Zoom-based show. We've had guests like D'Lo Brown, Savio Vega, uh, Bruce Hart, 
give me more, Elio. Give me more. We just, we, just, we just had Dan Crawford on the show. Dan Crawford. Discussing right, Calgary Stampede. Bushwhacker Luke. Yes. Yeah. So you don't want to miss out on the such, such great guests and so much more. And, of course, we have Aftermath, the Wrestling POV Aftermath. After every major pay-per-view, we have a show that talks about that. And also, we, we crown the champion for Wrestling POV Podcast. Who will be the next champion? Our next Aftermath will be in about a week, right after the Royal Rumble. And don't forget, we got the world-famous pay-per-view points game where everybody loves to play. All right, Tony, I think I babbled on long enough. I fucked it up a lot. But yeah, we you are did. back. And we're about to get raw in this week in wrestling. <laughs> All right, this week in uh, wrestling with raw, uh, you know what? Let's go straight to the low points of raw. Elia, what was your low point of raw? The dirt sheet or whatever. The dirt sheet, the dirt sheet what? was it? Really? You didn't like that? Uh, Gilbert, no, not really. Back. Gilbert. <laughs> Gilbert. David Crumholtz. A lot of people didn't know who that was. But from Adam's Family Values yes. as a kid. Yeah. yeah. He was in a bunch of other movies I heard too. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Santa Claus. Wow. What would you give that segment, Elio? I gave it a 0.5. Like, fuck that episode. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Rick, what was your low points? My uh, low points was Jeff Hardy defeating Jackson Riker by DQ. I gave it a one. I also gave a one to the Hurt Business defeating Lucha House Party and Matt Riddle. I, I'm just not. I'm over this Matt Riddle, the 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 hurt business. I'm over Lucha House Party being on every show. Like, what's going on now? Like, yeah, yeah. They were what? on freaking NXT too. I'm like, wait, what yeah. the fuck is going? On? Uh, going after the cruiserweight me. title. They going after the tag team titles. They going after tournaments. Yeah. It's just like, okay, w- what is going on? Yeah, um, it's not like I'm, they're getting pushed. Yeah, they're losing. It's, yeah, this doesn't make sense. No. Uh, but yeah, and Jeff Hardy, I'm over Jeff Hardy. We all know that. So that's that's the <laughs> one. Have you noticed lately he's been coming out without his makeup? Yeah, he's just doing the neck now. Is he? I thought. Yeah, I guess he gave too. up. No, no, that's the neck makeup he does. Oh. Yeah. Okay. Didn't know that. Uh, my low point, honestly, you guys are probably a lot of people probably might hate hate me for it, but hear me out, okay? But my low point was the Alexa playground with Oscar. Uh, I gave it a one, and the reason why was because of Oscar. I love yeah, Alexa's true. playground. Okay, the, yes. See, that's why I said you got y'all got to hear me out. I love Alexa's playground. I really do. I think it's Os- great. Oscar dancing around. Yeah, it's just she's dance. Yeah, it's like she kind of ruined that for me. I mean, I know that they're telling her to do this, but it's not working. It really yeah. isn't. That segment, I freaking hate it. I did not like it. All right, uh, high points of Raw. Rick, what you get? My highest point has to go to the opening segment, Randy Orton. That was a good promo. This promo was probably one of his greatest of all time. I gave it a it's four, The burn Tony. mask, too. The that burn like mask and everything. Guy. Everything, yes, was specifically done. It was yeah. perfect. I gave it a four. Jesus, I would love- wow. I would love to see him with the reptilian mask next week or something like that. that Just cool. oh my god, yeah, I gave it a four. But, but would that really fit Randy's character? You know that I don't know. What you just said, yeah, I, maybe. <laughs> it depends on how it looks. True. Yeah. Did you see that tweet from uh, whatever T Bar? He said, "There's y'all are still out there doing retribution." I'm like, no, don't, <laughs> don't, don't. 
<laughs> Will he be able to help retribution though? Oh no. Because Ali's no. not doing it. No, that's 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 dead and buried. Don't even touch that. <laughs> <laughs> but we didn't see him this week. We didn't see no. him this week. Yeah, we did. Mace. No, we saw Mace. Xavier Woods. Yeah. Oh shit, that's right. Yeah, I forgot about yeah. that. My bad. My bad. <laughs> but yeah, um, but that was my highest point. I gave that a four. Also gave Ricochet and AJ a three and a half. I thought that was a really good match. I mean, that anytime. Ended. Yeah. Whew. Yeah. That Whew. was dope. That Guys, was if dope. you didn't see it, go back and watch it. He basically suplexed him onto the top uh, yeah. top rope, and he bounced back into a Styles Clash. Yep. Check it out. Amazing. Yes. Dope. Loved it. Uh, all right, uh, me, I gave my highest point of Raw, and y'all, yeah, don't call me hypocrites because y'all just got to hear me out. Uh, was Oscar versus Alexa Bliss? That was amazing. I'm <laughs> I with gave, you on that. I gave it a three and a half. Now, if I have to be picky, and I put yep. this as, as my side note, okay, if they're gonna do two sides of Alexa, do something with her face, even though yeah. I know they kind of did when she like kind of like transformed into whatever she did, but do something with her face, like either add more makeup, you know, like have her, when she does the the playground, have her less makeup. Like Like what she, like what she did with uh, the contacts. Yes. Yes. Cause obviously they could have easily taped this. So they could have at least added the contacts add her, make her have darker makeup, black lipstick or something. I don't know, but something needed because I wasn't really confused, but when she was supposed, I didn't realize she was a different person until almost the match was over. And the commentary was like, she's just a different person or whatever they said. I forgot what they said. I was like, oh, okay. But I did like it a lot. I gave it a three and a half. Uh, The one closest to that was Ricochet versus AJ. I love that match, man. That ending was crazy. I was like, I, I just love that. And and I'm pretty sure that was a call. They both made probably made that call on that spot. Uh, and I did appreciate it. Uh, Elio, what'd you get for your high point? Yeah, I got uh, Randy Orton from at the beginning, gave it a three. Yeah. Uh, the H.A. Styles Ricochet match, three, and uh, the Alexa Oscar. Oh, wow, it's the same thing, yeah. So yeah. as another side note, and you guys chime in on this because I need to know. <laughs> and if you agree with me, you agree with me. If you don't, I want to know why. But I put as my side note, is it too early for the Hurt Business to be having problems like that? Yes. Yes. It's, like, it's yeah. annoying. It's, it, right? Didn't Cedric just uh, join them? Yes. That's what I'm saying. And and But not only that, they just won the tag title. Yeah, yeah. And they're already having problems. Yeah, so what, they're going to lose the belt? Yeah, it's like, for me, it's like, you guys got to be do- be more dominant. You guys yeah. want to be a, 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 a huge stable. Don't start having problems already because now it's like, kind of, all right, now what? I mean, because I'm sorry to say, they beat the shit out of Cedric Alexander before he came a member of the Hurt Business. They'll do yeah. it again. You know, I mean, now yeah. granted, I do like Shelton Benjamin's role as, as yeah. like he's like getting annoyed with it. Like, come on, like Shelton to me rejuvenated himself when he joined the Hurt Business. Oh, yeah, think. absolutely. And very underrated. Very underrated. Yes. People forget that one for me was probably one of his best matches in his career when he fought against Shawn Michaels. 
Yes. You no, know, I hate to say that, but it's true. His that one match that I for me will always stick out is that match he had on, on Monday Night Raw with yep. Shawn Michaels. I was like, damn. But even still, though, I always said that uh, Shelton was an underrated wrestler anyways. But do you guys agree with me, though? I mean, is it too early for them to have No, problems? it's definitely too early for yeah, them to have really, problems. Yeah. And the other thing that stuck out to me with the Hurt Business, Bobby Lashley not knowing how to step on Matt Riddle's foot. Yeah. And the cameraman <laughs> fucking that up. I was going to say, it's not Bobby Lashley. It was the cameraman. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, those two, those two, those flip flops are bad for your feet. No, yeah. they're not. Oh, yeah. How? Uh, all right. So overall, I gave Raw a two point one. Rick, what'd you give Raw? Now, I am gonna shock the hell out of you. I gave it a two point seven. I was oh, wow. really entertained by Monday Night Raw this week, but I do have to say this: What are your guys' thoughts on Charlotte and and uh, Lacey Evans and Ric Flair? Like, what are they doing? This is stupid. Now, apparently, apparently, this is part of a rumor I heard. Uh, well, actually, kind of. I mentioned it a while ago that uh, the USA Network wanted WWE, 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 that USA Network wanted WWE to be more dark and have some kind of uh, romance thing going. So that's why they started doing this angle with Lacey Evans and Ric Flair. Do I Ugh. like it? Hell no. I think Ugh. it's dumb. I don't yeah. like it at all. I really don't. But uh, no. it's dark. Dark is uh, with the with stuff they, they were doing in the Attitude Era. Uh, yeah, a little bit. Ugh. Yeah, yeah. We'll see how far it goes though before. Yeah. Yeah. But right I don't like now, it. I don't like it. Yeah. Uh, Elliot, right. what do you give Raw? Uh, one point nine. Okay. All right. All right. It is now time for the NXT POV Mamma Mia. I'm afraid I've got bad news for you. <laughs> he did it wrong. He did it wrong. I, a- I, I, I'm I, going to get a letter from Wade Barrett and tell me to see something first. Elio's going to get lessons from Wade Barrett. I'm right? afraid I've got some bad news. And Elio's going to be like, I'm afraid I've got some bad news. I'm afraid. I'm afraid I, good. I'm afraid I've got some good. bad news. <laughs> All right. So, well, is he NXT, missing a word or something? Is that he said it, it wrong. He said it totally wrong. No, I said it wrong, but I, but I, I, did, I did that because, um, because I was thinking, like, can you imagine if I open my door one day, check my mail, and I get a cease and desist letter from Wade Barrett? <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> Listen, man, we got we got Ted DiBiase in our pocket, man. Don't worry about That's cease true. and desist letters. He, fit, he paid our fine that one time WWE came at us. Don't worry about it. Yeah. NXT low points. Uh, Elio, let's start off with you. What were your low points of NXT this week? Uh, okay, low point was that Brunson reached other rest. Ooh, yes. What'd you give it? I give that one. Okay. Uh, Tony? Yeah, same thing. Tyler Ross versus Bronson Reeds and his little lizard. I gave it a (laughs) one. No, no, but what do do you guys think about this, uh, Tyler Rust? What what the hell is that? This just came out of nowhere. Yeah. See, uh, this this, this guy, guy, I was was looking him up. His name is Rust Taylor. He was in the ROH Pure Championship Tournament last year. Oh, really? Yeah. I didn't know that. That's 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 why I recognize him when I heard Tyler Russ. I oh. up, I'm like, oh, that's Russ Taylor. Okay, <laughs> he's crap oh, to me. Not, not, <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, I get uh, that one. I'm just like, 
series. Yeah, yeah, that was my low point as well. I gave it a one. I just didn't like it. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I guess we all agree on that one. So what's your high point, Elio? The point I gave, uh, I have two of them. She, I, I took, she didn't on rough match and the Timothy Thatcher, Tommaso Ciampa. Okay, what you I give both threes. Nice. Right. Okay. Tony? Uh, I gave two 3.5s, which is uh, Thatcher versus Tommaso. That was a really good match. I gave it three and a half. And uh, this one, too, <laughs> we were just bashing these guys. Um, yep. Tyrion versus Lucha House Party. Exactly. Yeah. I like this match. It was good. It was, I was good. Yeah. It. I was like, wow, this, is, this was pretty good. Uh, and I gave it a three and a half. All right. I gave a three and a half to Timothy Thatcher and Ciampa. That was really, really good. And I gave a three to the Lucha House Party defeating Imperial. <laughs> now, I will say this. I do have a side note on this. And, and we'd be yeah. hypocrites if we didn't even bash this part because we did with AEW. A weigh-in. Really? Yeah. Why? Why? Did, why? why? That makes it just doesn't no make sense. Yep. at all. This isn't the UFC. Stop with that. I get why everybody that's a UFC fan understands why they do a weigh-in. Because obviously there's certain classes. Yep. But for this, hey, but let me tell you something. And I, oh my God, I don't want this coming off the wrong way either. But AEW did it worse. And by what I mean by that is because Brian Cage is a monster of a fucking man, and you have Darby Allen. <laughs> you really needed to do a weigh in for that. Yeah, fan yeah. Brian Cage. Uh, Brian weighs in at 265. Darby, okay, your turn. Darby weighing in at 201. Like, what? Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, wait, what? No. I'm. Like I said, we'd be hypocrites if we didn't complain about this way in oh, of course, as well yeah. as we did with the AEW. But it's yeah, for me, no, it's, for bad. what? It's, that was a waste of time, in my opinion. Yeah, a waste. waste. Let's throw out this 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 highlight. Caden uh, Catanzaro, yeah, Katie Carter. Uh, that move, whatever she did, they didn't yeah. even know what it was called. <laughs> that flip at the end, I was like, wow, yeah. that's the most I've ever seen from her. Yeah, I mean, Ricochet must be giving us some pointers or something, you know. What I'm saying? Yeah. yeah, I know what you're saying. You know what I'm saying? Uh, oh, yeah. Elio, what was your only, what was your overall? Uh, overall, like one point eight. All right, Tony. I gave it a two point two one. All right, you know, I think I'm the nice guy this week. I gave it a two point four. I oh, really wow. enjoyed NXT as well. Yeah. All right, Elio. All right, so now we're gonna get into AEW Dynamite. Kaboom. <laughs> okay, Tony, what do you, you have for high points? <laughs> oh, Lord, the high point I had, and, and uh, y'all might hate me for it, but uh, it was Santana Ortiz versus Hager and Sammy, or Sammy Hager and Jericho. I gave it a three. I gave it a three. And I'm telling you, this, I think I just topped what I lowered uh, the lowest score for AEW. I think I topped it with this one. I think I beat it. Yeah. You know, unfortunately, you know, I'm gonna save it. I'm gonna save what I have to say about what uh, you just said, Tony. I'm gonna uh, save it. I'm gonna save it. Sure. Elio, okay. <laughs> my, my my high point, Elio. Ooh, because Elio knows where I'm going with this. But my high point, Elio, for uh, AEW was uh, 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 what are they called? Matt Hardy and uh, private what are they party. Called? Private party. party. Defeating Top Flight and Matt Seidel, I gave it a two. That was my highest of the night. And Moxley defeating Kamarota. I thought we were doing low point. No, we did high. Oh, the high. Oh, okay, my bad. Oh, yeah, I'm all over the place. Never mind. And uh, 
Moxley defeated Camarotto. I like this Camarotto guy. He, he got a good look to him. Yeah, but, he's on AEW Dark this week. That's yeah. where it's on the first time. He got a losing record. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> But I think Matt Seidel and Top Flight need to be a, a stable. That's a good team right there. That I think they would, they would do that really well team, together. Yeah. Yeah, Elio. My, so my highest was uh, was Moxley and Nick Camarotto. Yeah. And Dad 2.5. Really interesting. I, I I just think uh this guy like why while he's while he has lost or I haven't really seen him. Uh, this is the first time this week, but I don't know. Like yeah. he's got that look. He looks like a Hercules man. Hercules Fernandez. Yeah. Yeah, and and a little bit of Brody. Uh, yep. Brody. Uh, Bruce Bruce Brody. Brody. Yeah. Yep. yep. I see. So that. I think uh, they could do something with this guy. They can, but I don't think they will. Unfortunately. <laughs> Yeah, they got to do something. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So what do you got? Low points. Uh, we'll start with Frank. Oh, you started with the right guy. <laughs> oh, no. But the thing we... of it is, I think I might have the same thing, too. All right. Well, here we go. So, oh boy, the low points. I have Sting, Darby Allen, and Taz promo. Point five. Oh. Atrocious. I don't get this thing. I don't understand it. The elite. Point five. Why are we going to Kenny Omega's house? Disgusting. Yeah. Cody defeating Peter Avalon. Pretty Peter. Whatever the hell his name is. Point five. Yeah. First of all, I told Elio this. If you're going to be a pretty character, you got to have light colors. You know, like a light yeah. blue, a light pink, or whatever. Not black and purple like the fucking Dark Order, you fucking moron. <laughs> but Tony... The absolute lowest point is zero that we can give, and I've I've, I've gotten permission before from, from people, and I'm getting permission again. A zero for the inner circle versus inner circle versus inner circle. It was absolutely atrocious. Santana couldn't hit a person if he was an inch away from his face. He missed every single kick he threw, and you saw a good five, six inches of separation between his foot and the person's face. Atrocious. Chris Jericho tried to do the lion salt. Disgusting. The guy oh my couldn't, God, you, yes, couldn't not get over. I, I went back. I went back because uh, initially I was like, yeah, I'm fine with this match. And then I went back to watch it. I said I was going to go back and watch this. I, I saw that lion salt. That was oh bad. My God, it yeah, was, was disgusting. Bad. The whole match was disgusting. There was not one good moment in this match where I was just like, oh, this is a, this is really good. This is a, this was not entertaining to me at all. Uh, Sammy and Hagar. Hagar, does, whatever the fuck his name is, he was all over the place. This whole MJF, MJF picking up the win and Jericho now in the main. Come on. This is a zero. And Tony, for the first time ever, I want to put a match in the book. Oh, this serious? match was that bad. So I want to put the inner circle versus inner circle versus inner circle. You just made the book. Atrocious. I hated this match. I told Elio this right away. I said, Elio, I got some problems and I need to tell you about them. <laughs> Are you done, Rick? I'm the, Tony, your low points. You know what? The same low points you had is the same low points I had. Sting and Darby promo. Uh, it was stupid. Dumb. And they're still doing this shit with, with Taz. It's like, give me a yeah. break. Now, let me tell you something. You know, and, and I haven't heard this from anybody, and I'm fucking a little bit disappointed. Everybody complains 
about like Charlotte Flair. Oh, you're only there because your dad, you know, and I've heard of so many damn times. I'm getting tired of it. Uh, isn't this the same thing with Taz and his fucking son that has the worst facial expressions ever? Yes. Give me a fucking yeah. break. Give me a fucking break already with it. You know, you want to talk about pushing somebody or putting somebody on TV because they're related to somebody? That's him. I haven't even seen this kid wrestle. And yet I'm supposed to take him serious as a fucking heel? Give me a fucking break. Give me a break. Done. But yeah, no, I have the same ones you had. The Young Buck segment. Cody's match, all point fives. It was just bad. I do disagree with you, Rick, with the last match, though. I still gave it a three. I was, I was, I, w- I wasn't entertained by it, but I was paying attention to it more than anything that fucking AEW had in this show. No, I, I listen. I, I get it. It, it was hard, but this was. Just, ugh, I was not for. I was like, this is the main event, and, and like, I, this is. Yeah. No, I agree with you. I agree with you. Um, but I was still, I think this was the most, not the most, but this was the only thing that was good on their show. Yeah, I agree. And I do got a side note after Elio gets his highs. Oh, yeah, for me, I decided to give him a point five. Like, after going back and watching it, that just that line, <laughs> that line so little, yeah, that just bothered oh, me. No like, he landed that. on his head. I was like, oh. Yes, there, there's no defending that at all. No, but a side note I ha- I do have, and I wasn't trying to, I'm not trying to, uh, be harsh on this, but uh, minus one when they did the birthday thing for him. Yes, we gotta I stop. I, well, yeah, they do gotta stop. I agree with that. But I think what they need to do, and this would justify everything, and which is to have minus one start not not being a dick, you know? Because I mean, seriously, I can't take Dark Order as a baby face. I just can't. Oh, yeah. They gotta be a heel. So I think yep. the best way to do that is like, you know how they've been doing this whole thing with Adam Page is just simply just to have minus one say, I don't want you in my dark order. You guys. And they attack Adam Page. Yeah. Best way to do it. And then he's and then and then what minus one should say after that, after they attack him is I'm going to go into training. And when I come back, I'm coming after you. That way it kind of puts him aside and disappear and they can still do like little vignettes where he's they still like looking at minus one as the new exalted one but at least he's off of television a little bit and then dark order can be the heel have um uh what's his name the the mask uh uh, evil uno evil uno have him take charge like he can look at evil uno and be like and you're going to be in charge while I'm out training. Best way to do it. I just can't go behind Dark Order as a heel, uh, as a babyface. I just can't. I can't. But I think no. you know, the reason yeah. why, uh, you know, is because of minus one. And I get it. I really do. I'm not trying to bash it. I do get it. But I, Dark Order needs to be healed. Tony, I'm with you. But I'm going to one up. I'm going to put a little twang on this. No, he needs to get out of there. He's a kid. That's it. It's over. But, but storyline purposes, I think that would probably be the best. He don't. Play. But he don't even need to be part of the storyline anymore. Like but that's to it. Get him out of that, so that way people can't expect to see minus one all the time. The best yeah. way to do is just to have him literally say, "Attack Adam Page," because Adam Page is kind of joined as new, and then yeah. have him like he can just say, "I don't like it. I don't want him in it." 
Yeah. I don't want him in this. Fucking beat his beat his ass up. And, and I agree. That's back, the way I'm gonna come back when I'm fully trained. That's like when I when I saw when I saw this lineup um, for Wednesday night, I was like, is this like gonna be a whole card of tag team matches? Yeah. Yeah. I'm gonna see a whole show about with tag team matches, three way mm-hmm. tag team matches. No. Yeah. No. Yeah. You don't want to see that. But I I agree with you. Like this upcoming week, he's fighting Adam Page is fighting Dolph Ziggler's brother. Like yeah. that's the match where Dark Water needs to attack him mm-hmm. and, and, and just be vicious and, and, and just beat him down. Yeah. And have a huge match with and just show that Dark Water is back and being mm-hmm. villains and stuff. Yeah. But yeah. Now another side note that I have, and if you guys didn't hear this, I'm about to repeat it. And I'm just like in I'm like in disbelief that good old JR actually made this fucking comment. When Cody Rhodes, he was coming out, JR said, Cody is like a superhero around here. Are you fucking serious? <laughs> really? <laughs> really? JR? I was just like barbecue sauce. I, 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 was just, I was just saying how I timed his uh, stupid entrance. It was like past a minute. <laughs> <laughs> it's atrocious. What the? Churlish. Fuck? It's ridiculous. Jesus. Anyway. All right, overalls. Overall, I gave AEW a one point one. Wow! Holy shit! I gave AEW a one point three one. I went with one point five. Wow! <laughs> <laughs> uh, I think it's safe to say that the Wednesday Night Delight is going to go to NXT this week. Yeah. Yep. All yep. right, so NXT is going to go up nine to AEW six. AEW was just god awful this week. I don't know. Well, I do know what they have to do. They're not going to do it, though, because they got no. snake fighting in a fucking street fight. Yeah. Something I don't want to see. Darby Allen is a joke. And I think it's they're just... wait, I think they're waiting until Revolution for that, which is at the end of yeah. February. Um, oh, that's God. a long way to go. Drag this shit out. Oh, <laughs> God. <laughs> Unreal. Well, not to make you guys feel any worse, but it's time for SmackDown Breakdown. <laughs> <laughs> Oh man, uh, let's go. You know what? Let's get the low points out the way because I know there's a lot of them. So, uh, Tony, what was your low point for SmackDown? Uh, the lowest I had was the Daniel Bryan promo. I didn't like yeah. it. It was like, all right, so what are you doing? Like, and then as a side note, too, you know, I have right on here, and you mentioned it earlier, Rick, was the fact that there's been a handful of times that they're saying that Daniel Bryan has never won the Royal Rumble. So does that mean he's going to win this one? I mean, they did this segment, too, and he mentioned it again. And I'm like, oh, now, boy. They're saying that the losing streak that Daniel Bryan has been on is all has to do with him and wanting to push other guys. Yeah. I get that. But, Daniel, just because you're pushing other guys because you're having a losing streak doesn't mean you get to win the Royal Rumble. Exactly. Like, <laughs> that shit better not happen. He better not win the Royal Rumble. I know. I know. But uh, yeah, that was my low point. I mean, I just didn't like the segment, um, but I do get a different opinion on the other stuff. Uh, there's been, I have a lot of ones, but uh, the lowest was that at a point five. All right. Elio, what was your low point of SmackDown? Yeah, the point is Adam Pierce, Paul Heyman. That, mm-hmm. that, that was yeah. um, point five, right? <laughs> King Corbin Dominic. Yep. Yeah. Why are we still seeing them? <laughs> <laughs> oh, 
there was a good thing that happened on SmackDown. Wait, are we done with the low points? No, yeah. no. My, so my low points I'm was uh, Paul Heyman and Adam Pearce where Kevin Owens attacks Roman and gave that a one. Yeah. Corbin defeating Dominic gave that a one. Kevin Owens' car promo gave it a one. I, I, I'm just over Kevin Owens. I'm not liking this thing with Roman. And it's uh, dragging it. This is going to be the third time they fight. Feels like longer. Yeah. Yeah. This is not it. I don't want to see it. I don't want to see it. And we still have another SmackDown. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yep. Oh. All right, Tony, your high points? My high point, though, was Dolph versus Cesaro. I yes. gave it a three. In my opinion, um, and I know I get a, I become a stickler to this, when matches go too long, even though it's good, but this one, I wish it went a little bit longer. Um, yeah. It was just too short, but uh, I still gave it a three. I still was really, really entertained by it. Like I said, I just wish it was just a little bit longer. Not too much longer, but a little bit longer. But yeah, that was my yeah. high point of SmackDown. Elio. High point, same. Uh, Ziggler and Cesaro. I gave it a three. Mm-hmm. Nice. You know, for me, I gave Cesaro and Ziggler a four. Wow. I just love the transition. The transitional moves that go into a finisher are just great. Like yeah. AJ and, and Ricochet, and Ricochet, they do the same thing yeah. with uh, with Cesaro and Ziggler. I gave well, them a four. I really the one thing about this match, the one thing about that match, too, is that something that we haven't seen in a very long time is the Quick counts. Well, not the quick yeah. count. The count after count after count after count. Yeah. You haven't seen that in a very long time. And like you said, too, the transitions that they had in this match in itself for those, you know, that spot. I was like, well, I haven't seen that in a while. And I love, I still love watching those spots. So, yeah. Yeah. And uh, for me, my some of my side notes, I was entertained by Sasha and Reginald. I thought that was entertaining. Uh I also was entertained by <laughs> Bailey. I just love Bailey. I'm sorry. Yeah. yeah who, who knew, right, Reginald? Who knew? With all the flu, all those. And, and I, I tell you, that's what I have on my side note too. Is that I was really impressed with Reginald. You know, for, <laughs> yeah. for and, and, and it's funny because if you watch the match again, he didn't lay a hand on her as far yeah. as punching or kicking. Yeah. But he was still able to do this match with her, and I'm sorry to say. If it wasn't for Reginald, Sasha wouldn't have been able to do a lot of those spots either. Yep. Sorry to say, even though I, I'm sure Sasha has more experience in the ring than he does, because I don't know much about Reginald. But in this match, you can tell Reginald was handling the majority of this match. And I, and, was, impressed, I was impressed by him. And let's talk about it. The lady in red. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, carb yeah yeah well i mean yeah yummy (laughs) (laughs) yummy 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 in my tummy (laughs) uh tony you have any side notes um the other one that i have is the sammy zane yeah uh funny uh he put up a post uh not a post he put up a poster a poster with his name yeah. Yeah, standing against well in justice. <laughs> <laughs> no, the other one he put, put up, he put up. Uh, uh, oh, the change of my mind? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, I wonder where he got that from. Jeez. Anywho. But yeah, no, I was at that part. I, I, I laughed. Uh, overall, Tony, what was your overall for SmackDown? Overall, I gave uh, SmackDown a 1.66. All right, Elio, overall? Uh, 1.56. 
Well, I gave SmackDown a 1.8 this week. It's my second lowest. All right, it's now time for Raw versus SmackDown versus NXT. Currently, Raw uh, NXT is ahead 20 to Raw's 12 to SmackDown's 8. Uh, we'll go with Elio first and then Tony. Elio, what do you got? I'm going to go Raw NXT SmackDown. Raw NXT SmackDown. All right, uh, Tony. Uh, according to my notes, I have NXT Raw and SmackDown. All right, and for me, I'm going with Raw, NXT, and SmackDown this week. I think Raw was a solid show from beginning to end. There were some moments where it wasn't that great, but overall, I gave it a 2.7, and that's one of my highest points, so I have to give it to Raw this week. I think that's your highest you ever given Raw. Yeah, yeah, (laughs) so I have to to give it its due. So Raw is going to have 13 now to NXT's 20 to SmackDown's 8. Tony, let us open up the book. Yeah, let's get into the book. So those that are new to the show, basically what we do is we put the most ridiculous things that happen in the week of wrestling, and we do it just because, you know, we need a, a laugh. We need that right uh-huh. now. Uh-huh. Yes. All right. Uh, we ready? Yes, sir. All right. Liv Morgan's cage wedgie. <laughs> Wait, it's a was, lifer, Tony. It, it's a I lifer. I keep forgetting to take it off. Sorry. <laughs> Coronavirus. Stays. MVP's older brother suit. Stays. Jericho and Khan demo. They stay. Okay. Drew's dragon breath. You know, he did a promo without a mic, and it's, you can still hear it. So it stays. Yeah, stays. Roman's choppers. Stays. <laughs> Candace's wings. Stays. The way. The garden. Stay, stay, stay. Yeah. Go away. They'll go away. Yeah. AEW rankings. Stays because you're having another tournament for the women now. Yeah, which makes <laughs> no sense. Uh, Carmella's champagne shower. <laughs> it's a tough one, but they gotta stay. Yeah, they almost did it. They kind of teased yeah. us with it, so I think they're gonna do it again at the Royal Rumble because them two, you know, that uh, her and Sasha are squaring off. Uh oh my god. Bronson's little lizard. That stays. Yeah, no Angelo. Stays. Like he went worse. Uh Elias's dookie finger. (laughs) They could stay for another week. Uh Alicia Fox's hair. We can take it out. We ain't gonna see her again. It's it's gonna be a while before. Until until next legends night. Yeah, Yeah. (laughs) on the Royal Rumble, maybe. (laughs) Yeah, maybe. Uh, that's true. Oh, my God. I can't believe I got well, surprises. Huh? That's true with surprises. Yeah, uh, that's yeah. possible. Yeah. Uh, Priest's needle dick. <laughs> we haven't seen them. <laughs> well, so it has to stay. Uh, it is a needle. Uh, Adam Pierce's Batman. Oh, he did it again this week. He did. He <laughs> did. <laughs> and I think he's doing that on purpose because, I mean, I don't know how, how he really sounds, but I think he's doing it on purpose. Or it could be because you guys said it and now I hear it all. No, he's trying to to be Michael Keaton when he was doing Batman. I I could hear his voice. Yeah, no, I agree. Uh, Ray's tidy whities. We'll keep it just for now. Well, we didn't see what next outfit he has. So obviously, we'll see. Wait till next week or the Royal Rumble. Uh, Rick's Blasphemous. That's on you. The inner circle, the newest interest, the inner circle versus the inner circle versus the inner circle versus the inner circle. (laughs) The state, disgusting. So angry. 
Elio. I was match, so angry. I, I called him up <laughs> and I said, Elio, this was a, this disgusting. Disgusting. <laughs> All right. That's the end of the show. Uh, but before we close out the show, uh, I will play a song from my playlist. And it is called the Five Second Shuffle. Well, it will be Elio versus Rick Serrano the third, and uh, best two out of three. And uh, it's just how we ride off into the sunset until next week, where we will go over the Royal Rumble pay-per-view points game and uh, more news that happens during the week. And uh, like I said, that's just how we ride off into the sunset. With that being said, I am your host, Tony Diaz, along with the gentleman. Elio Canella. And the third wheel. Rick Serrano the third. And our intern, Miguel Cole. I'm from New York, and I will whoop your ass. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Love, peace, and wrestling. We'll see y'all next week. Peace out. All right, you guys ready? Yes, sir. Yep. All right, here we go. Are you ready? DX. DX. Who said it first? Ricardo Serrano the third. <laughs> that, was, that was a softball. Here's another one. Kelly uh, Kelly. I didn't hear who who said Kelly it first. Kelly. Who said it first? Me. What'd you say, Elio? I said Kelly Kelly. No, it's not. It's Tori Wilson. No, it's Candace. Who is it? Yeah, my Kelly. Didn't she Candace. use it as well? That's not Candace. Yeah. That's who sings it. Oh, wow. It. That's who sings it. No, that that's was Candace not... Michelle. That was Candace Michelle. Michelle. Oh, that's Candace Michelle. Yes. I just remember really? Kelly using it. Kelly yeah. Kelly definitely used that song. I, I was going to say, I'm pretty sure she did, yeah. All right. All right. Elias? AJ Styles. This is an old one. This is a very, like, it's a different vert. All right, put it this way. It's an acoustic version of a wrestler's theme song. Voices, Randy Orton. No. How many seconds you want extra? Elio, we'll go with you first. How many seconds you want more? How many more seconds you want? To hear this. Uh, two more seconds? Uh, two more, yeah, two more. Okay, here we go. Y'all should have gotten oh. it with that. A- acoustic version. The Rock. The Rock. No, it's not. Ellie, you want to take another stab at it? Uh, I said Randy Orton, that was wrong. Um, mm-hmm. Batista. Yes. <laughs> Batista yeah. is the acoustic version for Batista. You can, I walk alone. Yeah, I walk alone. Yep. <laughs> All right, last one. It's tied up. Shawn Michaels. Shawn Michaels. We got it. <laughs> that was close. That was close. Do we have to that go to the videotape? Let's go. We well, might we can't have now. To. <laughs> <laughs> I, I say we do one more. That was too close. You want to do one more? All right, but yeah. we're still going to have to check the videotape later. So, yes. If it is a tie, then this well, will break the tie. But if I got Kelly Kelly, so I don't care what anybody says. That wasn't Kelly Kelly. Yes, that is. No. <laughs> I bet you a million dollars. For those that can't see, uh, we do this on a video and I show them just so they know. And it clearly said Candace. It didn't Candace say Michelle. But we'll do one more, right? We'll do one more. All but right, we do, ahead. I think we're going to have to go to the video. Uh, if we go to the video, Elio got it. Right. All right, give it but, to Elio. But if not, this is the tiebreaker. Okay. Jeff Jarrett. Jeff Jarrett. Yeah. Who said it? Elio got it. Who, who'd you say? Jeff Jarrett. Jeff Jarrett. Yes, Jeff Jarrett. That's it. Yeah. <laughs> Fine. Fine. <laughs> <laughs> Kelly, Kelly.
theme song nonsense. I think you're wrong. We don't own the rights. 